gentlemen, welcome to All Steak, No Sizzle, an honest, no BS look at life, sports, and entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, here once again with a brand new episode of the show. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. If you are a previous listener, thank you for coming back. And if you're a new listener, thank you for checking out the show. This week's episode is a special episode to me. I have a very, 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 very special guest. I know I say that a lot, but this is truly a a very special guest. This is the woman that brought me into this world. This is my mother, Miss Nylon McKenzie. And also, uh, it had a special cameo with a strapping young gentleman by the name of Jimmy McKenzie, who is my father. So the two of them uh, joined me on this episode to talk about the integration of their high school. Uh, Both of them started off at Shirley Owens High School in Quitman, Mississippi. My father graduated from from, uh, Shirley Owens. He was part of that last graduating class. My mother, she was a part of the first integrated graduating class in the city of Quitman, Mississippi. And I wanted her to come on the show and give her story, seeing as how this is Black History Month. I believe, you know, Black History Month, you know, especially when you were in high school or middle school, elementary, during Black History Month, you know, you would hear about your uh, Martin Luther King's, your Malcolm X, your Rosa Parks, your Harriet Tubman, you know, your Sojourner Truths, people like that. And, you know, we definitely need to, you know, pay homage to these people and, you know, pay respects to their contributions to making this country, well, I'll say my opinions to myself, but <laughs> thank these people for their contributions to uh, the advancements of black people in this country. But... At the same time, I feel like there's a lot of stories out there, you know, people that aren't known, stories that haven't been told before. So that's why I felt, hey, why not uh, tell the story of my family? Uh, There's a wise man, former pastor of a church I uh, attended, named uh, Reverend Ward. He used to say, it's a sad fraud that doesn't praise his own pond. So uh, this series of shows is me doing just that, praising the pond that I'm in, you know, the people that, you know, influenced my life. And like I said, my mother, she was a part of the first integrated class in Quitman, Mississippi. Uh, she actually played a pretty big role in the uh, commencement ceremony down there. You'll hear about that in the story. And, you know, she kind of tells a little bit of her story about, you know, her experience, you know, going to um, the quote-unquote white schools halfway through her high school year and how it affected her so stay tuned for that you got many more shows coming after that dealing with this same series of shows we got my father me and him sat down and talked i have my aunt uh, and different people in the the community down there equipment mississippi that sat down and talked with me and i have more people that i plan on talking to about that so so once a month i'm going to put out one of these episodes and the first one is of my mother Oh, and the reason why I chose this intro song, Diana Ross, Someday We'll Be Together, is because that was my mother's class song. So, uh, shout out to her, shout out to the class of 1970. Um, Rest in peace to my uncle, John Henry Range. He was a part of the 1970 class. Um, I kind of regret that I didn't get a chance to sit down and talk with him about um, his experience before he passed. But, you know, rest in peace to him. You know, his story will will go on. Uh, 
Um, before we jump into the interview, let me give a, some quick shout outs. Uh, shout out to my niece, to Kay McKenzie. Me and my niece came together and we started recording a brand new episode of the Generation Exchange. We've <laughs> it's been a long time since we put one out. We're we're working on it now. We we completed half of it. We had to complete the other half. And I'll give further details about that down the line. Um, and shout out to her once again for celebrating a year in podcasting. She, um, like I said, she's an inspiration to me. So shout out to you, Takane. Um, also, next week I will be putting out a new episode. And on that episode, I'm going to have a special young lady by the name of Angie. She uh, sat down with me a couple weeks ago. Actually, the day that I, I recorded uh, last week's episode with D. Murph, I also sat down with Angie. And we sat around and we talked about different women's issues. It, it was a very good conversation, a very deep conversation. Uh, it got a little serious at times. It was a little lighthearted at, at times. So make sure you all check out that episode next week. Um, all you, you ladies out there, I think you're going to enjoy it. And fellas, I think you'll enjoy it as well. So make sure you check out that episode next week. And we'll go ahead and jump in. No, wait, wait, wait. Let me give some quick shout outs. Let me run, run out these shout outs real quick. Shout out to everybody in the pod squad, man. Once again, I, I really enjoy being a part of this. So a lot of people that come together that have separate podcasts that come together, you know, support each other. We retweet each other's episodes. We repost each other's episodes. We collaborate with each other. Like I had D Murph on the show last week, man, which was a great experience for me and you know this future collaborations in the works matter of fact there's a i, I can't really go into detail I, I haven't gotten all the details yet but there there's possibly a major collaboration in the works can't really go into detail about it uh details will come out in the future so stay tuned for that people but shout out to everybody in the squad um, I'm not going to run through everybody. I'm going to run through a few real quick. Shout out to the Talk It Out podcast. Uh, the ladies helped me out with last week's episode. And honestly, next week's episode with Angie, um, I asked them quite a few questions and they helped me out with the material for next week's episode. A uh, shout out to the Just Say Words podcast. Shout out to my man's Q from The Critical Dump and Chopping It Up with Q. Make sure you check out his show. If I'm not mistaken, he just dropped a new episode today. I'll be checking that one out while I'm at work. A shout out to my man John from the John Effects Podcast. Once again, shout out to Mr. Kane from Takane Talks. Once again, congratulations on a year of podcasting. Shout out to my man D. Murph from the Why Not Sports Podcast, my guest on last week's episode. If you haven't heard that episode, make sure you go back and check that one out and check out his show too. Uh, shout out to my man Glenn and her <laughs> from the Glenn and Her Podcast. I'm really enjoying the show. I'll be checking out the third episode of that probably today as well. And shout out to everybody at Two Shots in the Brew. Like I said, I really like the dynamic of the show over there. Doing good work over there. So, people, make sure you go check out all these podcasts. Let them know that I sent you. Show them some love. Like uh, John said, hashtag we all win. We work together. We support each other. We all win at the end. So, Thank you all for, for doing good work, and thank you all for supporting my show as well. And while you're checking out those shows, you can check out my social medias. You can do that on Twitter, 
at Devin the six three. That's D E V I N T H E six three. You can hit me up on Instagram at All Stake No Sizzle, just one word. You can check out the All Stake No Sizzle Facebook page. Type in All Stake No Sizzle on Facebook, search in the Facebook search bar, and it'll pop right up. And you can also hear the show now. We're on iTunes. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. You can basically hear the show anywhere you can anywhere you can hear podcasts. Pretty much you can catch my show now. So it made it a little bit easier for y'all to, to find the show. And if you wanna send suggestions or questions or you have concerns, you can shoot me an email. You can do that at asnspodcast at gmail.com. That's asnspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure y'all y'all rate, subscribe. Uh, like, share the show on all your social medias. Spread the word, people. Let's get the All State No Sizzle word out there. I thank you all for listening. I really do. I appreciate all the listeners, all my loyal listeners, and all you new listeners. I appreciate all of you. So let's go ahead and jump into this conversation with my mother, Miss Nylon McKenzie. To the show, I have a very, very special guest on this week's episode. Uh, on this week, I have the greatest woman alive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that said, I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. Now, you know, I've never said you. <laughs> As you can guess, I have my mother, Miss Nylon McKenzie. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you, dear. All right. Well, I brought you on the show because um, a lot of people might not know, and I wanted the audience to know that you're a little bit of a civil rights hero. I am? Yes. <laughs> okay. I think you know what I'm talking about. Why don't you let the people know what I'm talking about? Um, I, I think you're talking about my high school. Okay. Yeah. I went to... Um, Shirley Owens High School in Quitman, Mississippi. The mean streets of Quitman, Mississippi. Yes. Uh, great experience. Love my uh, classmates and my teachers and administrators. It's sort of like a big family. Okay. Yeah. How? What year did you start going to Shirley Owens High School? You remember? Wow. I'm I'm not exactly sure what year I started there. Okay. Well, what year did you leave Shirley Owens High School? I left Shirley Owens in 1970. Okay. So I, the, I didn't graduate from Shirley Owens High School. Okay. Well, what what high school did you graduate from? I graduated from. Quitman Consolidated District High School. Okay, so you basically spent most your most of your your high school career at Shirley Owens, but you graduated from Quitman High School, Quitman Consolidated High School. Yes. And why is that? Um, my senior year, I went to Shirley Owens for the first semester, mm-hmm. but at that time it was. Um, 
came to be was mandatory integration. And it happened in the middle of the school year. Okay. So the first part of the uh, year, I went to Shirley Owens. And the second part, I went to Equipment Consolidated District. That's why that was the school that I graduated from. It was a very interesting experience. (laughs) (laughs) I loved my high school, Shirley Owens. I had, uh, and actually, I still consider Shirley Owens as a school, my my school. And sometimes I want to say I graduated from there, but I have to be truthful. I really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, you and your classmates, did you guys know beforehand that that this might happen or it just kind of popped up when you're in the middle of the school year that first well, I guess I guess the administrators they might have known but you know as a student I didn't know it sort of it, like you say it really just popped up on us and maybe some of my classmates knew and you know but I, I don't I don't recall anyone just coming out you know just telling us you're gonna have to go to a different school the, the second part of the year I, I don't recall anyone telling us that Okay, so you were part of the first integrated graduating class in Equipment High School, I mean, City of Equipment. Right. So do you know of any other schools before that in the area that had integrated, or was Equipment just kind of like one of the first ones or one of the last ones, or can you recall? That that I don't remember. I don't know, Devin. Okay. So, what was that like being? Well, I mean, before I ask that, is it fair to say that pretty much Shirley Owens was all black? Yes, yes. And before that, Equipment High School was all white. Yeah. Okay. Well, mainly there were a few students that had uh, had gone down to. It was it's called Zach Huggins at that time. A few students had gone down to uh, Zach Huggins, but I would say predominantly white. School, Zach, Did, Zach Huggins. Zach Huggins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know any of the students that went to, from Shirley Owens to Zach Huggins before you? I knew of, knew of them. I didn't know them personally. No. Okay, so nobody in the family or anything. No, no. no. Okay. Um. So do you do you remember when it became available for black students to go over to? That I don't remember either. Okay. All right. Well, when you went over there, what was like? I, I would imagine that you know being ripped out of you know your comfort zone at you know Shirley Owens, and then you know being placed into this whole new environment must have been kind of yeah. interesting. I yeah, say. I guess they prepared as much as they could for the short time that you know they had to do it. But what really happened is that. Uh, the students from uh, Shirley Owens, we were still in our, we had our same teachers that we had the first semesters. We were just in a different building. That's really the way I put it. We were in a different building. Mm-hmm. The only class that um, that I was in that there were some white students and it was my driver's education class. So I guess you could say I did go to class with, you know, some white students. 
Wait, so how did you do in driver's ed? <laughs> Actually, I did. I did well because I already knew how to drive. My brother had already taught me how to drive. It's just that you know you had to go through those uh, procedures to get your driver's license. And I think I did well in it. Thank you, Coach Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Coach Davis because uh, she helped train me. <laughs> All right. So pretty much this was, would you say that was pretty much the only class you really had any? Yes, it is. It was the only one. Now, I'm not sure if any other the students, you know, were in uh, integrated classes at that time. But I, I, I think it was easier because it was the middle of the school year for us to just go to our same teachers, you know, just in a different, uh, different building and, you know, different classrooms. I think it was easy, but the, uh, I'm quite sure the next year, you know, the classes were integrated, you know, like they are now. Right. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, because it was halfway through the school year, they mm-hmm. just said, we're going to keep you with your, your teachers since you, you know, been with them already throughout the year. And right. Instead of, uh, you know, basically trying to, blend you into all the classes it might throw you guys off or might throw the yeah exactly. the, the students that were already there off so exactly okay well while you were in your your driver's ed class did you ever notice any difference or was it just just another class to you i didn't notice any difference because i was comfortable with coach davis who was black <laughs> he was from shirley Owen. oh okay <laughs> yeah so you, you never, so is it fair to say you just never really dealt with any, like? Any white students? No. And uh, teachers? No. Okay. All right, that's kind of boring. <laughs> I was expecting something like. <laughs> I think you would have to talk to uh, the uh, uh, 1971 class, and they can, you know, they had, um more experiences with uh, integrated, really integrated okay. classes in school. Um, in your class, yes. 1970 class, mm-hmm. Aunt Jean was in that class also, right? Yes. She graduated with you. Yes. Okay. Did any of uh, your, your future sister-in-laws jump over to Quitman Consolidated High School as around your age? I don't understand. Uh, okay, you were the whole the whole school. Well, I'm saying like, yeah, you were in class of seventy. So like, was there any of your future sister-in-laws or brother-in-laws in the seventy-one, seventy-two class that you might have been in the oh. high school with? Oh, okay. Ma- I think maybe you're Lord, talking Lord. about Aunt Dorothy. Aunt Dorothy. She, okay. Yeah, she was in that nineteen. She would have graduated in nineteen seventy, but I think she graduated yeah, the summer. She would. I think she graduated in the class of 1970 that summer after we did. But I think originally she was she would have graduated with the 1971 class. Oh, okay. So when you when you go to Mississippi, talk to her about that. I think that's what happened with her. Okay, I definitely will. Like, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I keep forgetting that you were the youngest. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, wait, any of your younger? But you're the youngest. Yeah, I'm the youngest of my uh, siblings. Okay. Well, at your time at, at Shirley Owens. Yes. What what was it? What was that environment like growing up? Growing up in class with. I, uh, I I I enjoyed school. I enjoyed my classmates, and you know, 
we seem to, you know, all care about each other. Families cared about each other. And one thing that was really important to me that I think about now, that the teachers and administrators, they really, really cared about the students. And that they would, you know, grow up to be great young men and women. And they were sort of like your parents, you know, after, you know, you left home and you left home, you went there and, you know, they were responsible for us. And we treated them as that and they did us too. And that's the way I think of Shirley Owens, just a big happy family. That's good. That's good. Like one thing that I, I remember as a kid is going down to Mississippi for, the Shirley Owen no, class, home, class home, homecoming. Yeah, it was called a homecoming at the Shirley Owen's homecoming. Because after you know the, uh, the integration, they wanted to keep that uh, alive, that memory of Shirley Owens, and so some of the uh, uh, former students. They, I guess, I don't remember who organized it, but every year during what Labor Day weekend, right. Every year during Labor Day weekend, we would go down and you just have a good time, you know, reminiscing about the good old days at Shirley Owens. And it's still going on now. As a matter of fact, your dad and I went down this uh, in September and seeing so many of the students or even the older uh, students that I hadn't seen in years. It was just so good, you know, to, to see them and see how they are doing and listen to some of their memories of Shirley Owens. So do you, do you know when that started? Because I can only remember, you know, going down there in the early nineties. So was that these uh, reunions going on before that? Or was kind of like when I was a kid in the nineties, was that kind of like the first time they had to, hmm. the big school reunion? Hmm. Yeah, Cause like, I want to, I want to say like ninety. 293 was like a big one that I remember yeah. at uh what's the name of the park is it our 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 choose bless you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's a waste I'm not sure what year that they that started and because um I live I was living in Detroit and raising a family so I couldn't just go down you know probably like some of them did it didn't have you know families to take care of but I don't remember the first year okay. that it, it started. Okay. So is it fair to say we pretty much went down there like every year or every other year for like a while? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what, what it, for you personally, what did it mean to go down there every year after, you know, being grown and having churrens and <laughs> all the other classmates had churrens? What it... What did it mean for you to go down there to those reunions? Just a reminisce and, you know, just think about, you know, the things we did as kids and how important it was to have, you know, those classmates, you know, and and knowing that I was really loved and cared about by so many people, mm-hmm. that was, uh, oh, wow. And I still think about that now. Wow. Especially, you know, there was one, well, I, I don't really want to just say one teacher, but there was right. one teacher that, um, she was my homeroom teacher. 
she sort of grew up with us because uh, she had just graduated college and our class was her first first uh class really and we 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 grew up together and she's still very important in my life now now was was this like high school or was this more of this is high school I'm talking about okay yeah so was Shirley on just a high school no, they had uh, Sherlock Lawrence High School, uh, Junior High. Was it elementary? Yeah, all of them was called Sherlock Lawrence, I think. Right? Yeah, I think all of them was called Sherlock Lawrence. Okay. So basically, your whole school career was Shirley Sherlock Lawrence. Okay. But they were in different buildings. Right. Okay. Right. Still in Quitman though. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think back to those buildings. The it was an elementary school building, a middle school building, or in a high school building. Mm-hmm. So I want you to think back to those buildings and how they look. Yeah. Can you describe how they how the buildings look in your mind? Wow. Now the, the elementary building, as I remember, it was a tall building up on a hill. <laughs> Okay. Wow. I don't know how to describe a building. Like brick building or? Was it? I think it was. <laughs> I think it was a brick building, but it was an old building at elementary school. It was an older building, but the Sherlock High School, it was a new building. Well, you you can go ahead and jump in here, Mr. Uh, oh, Mr. Jimmy McKenzie. Yeah, yeah. your dad's gonna help me out with you know. So. They uh, they're they're both cheap. Look like that. I remember that. I guess you know I wasn't at Shirley Owens Elementary all of my school my elementary school year. I went to Shirley Jones. So what was Shirley Jones? Shirley Jones is now a a church. Okay. It was in uh, in Desoto, Mississippi. Okay, you never. And told. I think I, what grade? I must have been in about. The, what grade was I in when I came? Go ahead, and have a seat, sir. Uh, some of the uh, the the schools in different neighborhoods closed, and they merged with Shirley Owens equipment. So that's. That's the way I remember it, right? Yes, that's what, uh, uh, it was a lot of little smaller schools in the surrounding community. communities, little small schools, and eventually they start closing them down. And right. And then those kids was come to Shirley Owens. Okay. So, started off at Shirley Jones, and then you went to Shirley Owens Elementary. Right. Okay, so think about both of those buildings. Were they, how, what were they made out of? Like, were they sturdy buildings? Were they, like, I know yeah, I, yeah, at, yeah. at my time in Mumford, I remember that place was falling apart. Like, in my, uh, one of my math classes, like, the floor was, like, buckling up and it had, like, stuff like that. So I can remember, like, stuff like that. I mean, it was still a sturdy building, but you could tell it was an older building at that time. I don't remember me falling apart. I think they were pretty solid buildings, don't you think? Yeah, and I think they were uh, well-kept. Okay. All right, so I want you to think back to 
the the whites only schools. Mm. Like, what were those? Uh, had you ever been in those buildings before that? No, I had not. Okay. Well, looking from the outside, could you tell a difference between the mother? <laughs> yes, I thought I, I, yeah, I could tell the difference. Okay. Anything in particular you could you could tell was different? Well, one thing the, the, the other school it was in a it was in the city. Mm-hmm. And and Sherlock's was like on the uh, outskirts of the city, in the uh, well, na- neighborhoods that you know. Yeah, yeah, but it, Shirley Orange, it, it was a new, newer build, new building. Yeah, the, the high school was a new building. So what was before you remember when that new building was built or was it were you going there during that time when it was when it was built wait okay. hold on one second let me make a little adjustment on this microphone so i can get everybody in there all right say something Dave. i don't remember the exact okay year that uh the sherlawrence high school was built uh in 1960 is when we went to this new, uh, what we call the new sh- building of Shirley Owens. Oh, okay. Uh, I was I went there when I was in the fourth grade. That was the first year that that new building opened. But uh, where she's saying this building was built, was see, it was in a, it it was it wasn't school wasn't integrated. It was two school systems. There was the black and the white school system. Okay. Shirley Owens High School was built. On the other side of a railroad track, that railroad track was right, you know, that train come through there, you can, you know, that thing keeping up all that noise, and it, it was done deliberately. They did a lot of black schools like that down there. That's the that's the way it was, and that's the way they tried to keep it. So, okay, you said the railroad track. I'm I'm thinking back to, cause I, it's been a while since I've been down there, mm. kind of where all the stores are. Mm-hmm. Um. I kind of remember there being like a railroad track kind of going through town. Yeah, kind of behind us. Right. Behind that. Is that where? That was the same railroad railroad track that came by Sherlock One School. And the only way at that time for you to get to that school, you had to go across that railroad track. Now, that since changed since that uh, Sherlock One High School became. Quitman Junior Elementary. Junior High School. Junior High School, whatever it is. But That's what it is now. It's Junior High School. Okay. Junior, yeah, they call it Junior High, I think. So basically the the black students, when, when you were there, yes. all went over to the, uh, was uh, it Zach Huggins High School? Yeah, and they changed the name to Quitman Consolidated District. All right. So everybody that was in middle school from both the white and the black schools went to the Shirley Owens building? At that point, uh, say it again. Okay, so the, the the Shirley Owens High School building itself, uh-huh. once the integra- once the schools are integrated, uh-huh. like, I guess it's probably after after you graduated because, like mm-hmm. you said, they were just doing it slowly. But 
that the old Shirley Owens building became the junior high school. Yes, that's for, for everyone. For everyone. So the black yeah. and the white students were going yes. to that building at yes. that point. Okay. Right. Yes. So apparently it had to be a good building because they right. said, hey, we're going to bring everybody over. Mm-hmm. In, in their yeah, it visible. was a new building. You ought to see it's just that, now. It's just that where, it, where it was, you know, behind the railroad tracks, as he said. And you remember, I just, you said a few minutes ago about the white school, it was in town. Yeah. Okay. No train close to it anywhere in neighborhoods really nice neighborhoods you know that's that's what i would say okay so well yeah i got the two of you here now um you graduated in what what year eddie I graduated in 1969 okay so i would imagine that you went to two proms mama no i did not you didn't no i i went to your daddy's prom. I didn't go to my prom. Well, why not? I, I I think it was that I didn't feel comfortable going. Uh, and it was going to be at the, I think, for the National Guard Armory. I I don't think, I, ju- I just don't think I felt comfortable going. Plus the fact your dad had left town. Yeah, we'll, we'll go into that. On another episode, but um, so yeah, but we'll go, go ahead. Go ahead. I went. I went to his prom, and uh, back then the junior class would always give the senior class a prom. So I was a junior. Right. So my my class gave your daddy's class a prom, and it was you know we did all of the fundraising and the preparation and all of that. So because like the schools were integrated in the middle of the class year kind of messed up yeah, you know the it whole did. It did. fundraising process it did. so did any of the the black students from that came from Shirley Owens to Zach Huggins was there a did prom they, at all for you for you guys or they, yeah there was a prom it was at the National Guard Armory but I didn't go but was that and then again you have to think about it too there for a prom that was pretty expensive too right because um and, and I would have had to go out and buy another dress and all of the other stuff that you know that would go with it so it was an expense and it really wasn't at that time i just it wasn't that important to me that i go to my well, i guess because you went the year before with right yeah this strapping young gentleman here yes <laughs> <laughs> so the the problem at the national guard armory that, that's mm-hmm. what it was was that available to everybody or was it just i think it was black and white yeah mm-hmm, yeah so, do you know do you know of any of the black students that went to the prom? No, no. After I graduated, in I wasn't in too much communication with my classmates after that, because at that time, telephone, we didn't, I didn't, we didn't have a telephone at that time, so I didn't really keep up with them, you know. Wait, so so how did you like send out tweets and Facebook? And stuff? <laughs> 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 we were talking about that at church today, huh? No, uh, it, that's something you know. I, you know, sort of regret that we didn't have, you know, so I could keep up with them. But uh, in, in that that year, it it it's it sort of like sort of it messed my mind up and and all of that kind of stuff. Kind of, well, yeah. I, I guess, but it, it, I would imagine so since you know, basically all the classes before you had. All this, all this stuff, and like you were a part of the class that 
all this change happened. So yeah. I can imagine it would be, it, it didn't feel the same. Right. And, and as I said before, I don't remember, you know, anyone ever telling us that that's, that was going to happen. Yeah. That can be kind of, I can see how that can be kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. It just kind of like pop up on you. Mm-hmm. Now, they, maybe they did, and I just don't recall it, but I just don't, you know, yeah. Okay. Well, let's go back to your, your Shirley Owens days. Like, were you a part of, or did Shirley Owens have any sports teams or clubs or oh, yeah. activities or anything like that? Yes, yes. Football, basketball. I think Shirley Owens was pretty good at that. Oh, Shirley Owens was a good team? Yes. Were you a part of any any teams? Were you a cheerleader, or majorette out there stepping? No, I was I was not a cheerleader or a majorette. But uh, the one thing you might be interested in knowing is that uh, I was once junior uh, homecoming queen. Really? Yes. Your junior year, or or. In junior high school. In junior high school. Okay, or as, as we call it, middle school. Um, junior high school. That was in eighth grade. I think it was eighth grade. Yeah, eighth, eighth grade. That's I think that's under one. Yeah. So you must have been pretty popular then. I didn't think of it as being popular then. It's just that my classmates voted me junior homecoming queen. Okay, so who's the king? Wow, <laughs> who was? Did we have a king? Oh, you you ruled. I don't know. It wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Did we have a king? It had to be. My escort was. Who was it? Dog, I need that. Should have gone back and looked through my uh, book. Hmm. Okay, I have to think about that. We'll come back to that one. Okay. Hmm. But so you didn't, you weren't in like the AV club or the Glee club or any other after school. Did you do any after school activities at the school or anything like that? After school activities, because uh, we didn't have uh, really good transportation, we had to take the bus to you know to school. So we lived a long distance from the school. So that was I I couldn't have afforded to do stay after school to participate in after school activities. Okay. So, after after you graduated, um, what did you end up doing after that? Did you go to college? Did you take I, a little time to get to know Miss <laughs> Nylon Green at the time? Yeah, I graduated high school. We went on a senior trip to uh, Lookout Mountain in Tennessee. After that, I. I think I went to Muskegon for a little part of the summer, and then I went to Alcorn A&M College. That's what it was called at the time. I went there for a year. I think now it's called uh, Alcorn State, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Was that a historically black college? Historically black college. Okay. So what was your experience at a HBCU? For me... It was a big, big change in, you know, thinking about people or whatever. Because I had never, never been anywhere on my own, you know, without uh, 
which is it really what it was just sort of learning to sort of take care of myself without having my parents around or and kind of a culture shock yeah okay yeah, yeah. so you didn't go to any other universities or I guess you well what you mean on visits before that yeah I we went to uh, Jackson State one time I recall going to Jackson State but you know to live there <laughs> it was it was different Okay. Wait, Jackson State's not a HB. Yes, it, it is. is. It okay. Is. So you've never been to any non HBCUs until maybe what? 1991 when you took Sharonda to school? No, I, I didn't. Hmm. You're making me think way back, David. <laughs> <laughs> that just lets me know I'm doing a good job of interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what what town was uh, Alcorn in? What city is it's that? It's called Lorman, Mississippi. I think it was Lorman. You know, it was, it was, it was like northern, southern, eastern, western Mississippi, you know, hmm. off the top of your head. Well, western, western, western. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... So it was a little ways away from home. Oh, very much so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, did Did you know anybody that was there with you, or? Oh, um, my one of my uh, older sisters was already attending Alcorn. Oh, okay. What, yes. What, uh, Evie? Yeah. Okay. And Evie. So while while you were there, basically kind of hung out with her, or she was doing her oh, own no. thing. <laughs> oh no, she was. Uh, Wait, was she was she, she caught? Was, she was caught in at that time. <laughs> she was a senior the year that I. Yeah, she was a senior. Oh yeah, she didn't want nothing to do with you now. No, she yeah <laughs> yeah she had too much you know going on there, but you know I saw her every now and then. Okay, so pretty much she was like the only person you you really knew there, or did you know? Oh no no some some more of my classmates went. Uh, one, two. I I think there were about four of us from that from that nineteen seventy class. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. How many people were in that in that seventy graduating class altogether? You know. Eighty students. Wow, I didn't even think it was that many. Wow. Okay. So, eighty of you. Yeah, and all of us were in. Uh, well, it was divided into, I think, three home rooms. I think it was about three home rooms. Okay. Um, so, tell me about this Lookout Mountain. Is, is that in Chattanooga, Tennessee? It sounds familiar. Yeah. You know what? Here's what's funny about that. That's I'm, one of the places that uh, Tekenia was thinking about going. I don't know, but I, when I was uh, truck driving... The terminal was in Chattanooga, and like I wanted to go check out Lookout Mountain. So yeah, and they had the cave, some caves. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So so what was that senior trip like? What was it? Wow, that was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the one of the last times that I saw a lot of my classmates. We uh, we had uh, had fundraisers, you know, to be able to uh, to go on this trip, and we went on a big bus. And we <laughs> we just had, we had a great time. Like how, how long were y'all there? You remember? It was like a weekend trip, or I think we 
we spending the night? You know? No. It was a turning bird? A what? <laughs> Just go there and come back. Yeah, I, I think that's, I remember spending the night. Yeah, good. I don't know. I don't just remember it personally, but she probably didn't. Cause a lot of time at that time it wasn't in the South. You're still in the South during that time, the late sixties and stuff. Black blacks couldn't just go and stay in no hotels and stuff like they do now. Oh, and, and probably we couldn't have afforded it anyway. Just think yeah, about all of us. Couldn't afford you know. it. It probably wouldn't have been. You know, like I said, during that time. Things was changing. They hadn't completely changed at that time. So was this like a traditional trip for like all the classes or just, oh, no. it's just your it was, class? It was, I think it was just our class. Okay. Wait, you went on that same trip too then? No, no. I okay. Oh, he had already left Mississippi at that time. Okay. Um, Just to go back to something. Um, okay. You're saying the prom was at the National Guard Armory at the time, right? For your class. Yes. So previous to the integration, were the proms held at? No, it was, no it was held in a, a gymnasium at our high school. Sure, high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, oh, the, the fun part of that was doing all the decorations and all of that preparing for That was really fun. Time yeah, because yeah, you were on the... Were you on the prom committee or anything like that that threw yeah. it for the, the class of 69? Well, yeah. I guess you could say, yeah, I was on committed to do all of that. I mean, it, I mean, we all just came, like I said before, we, we were a big family, so we all just came <laughs> together to get things done and decorating for uh, parades and all of that. You know, those were some fun times. Okay. Um, kind of question. Yes. Um, I can't remember who it was. I, wa- I want to say it was either uh, Felicia or Ebony. Mm-hmm. We we were kind of talking about your cousins. Yeah, my, my, my yeah my cousins on father's side. Mm-hmm. We were kind of talking about uh, proms and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and it, you know it might not have been, it might have been someone that was younger than them, but I just remember talking to someone down there, and mm-hmm. they were saying that they went to two proms. Mm-hmm. So you know, in my mind, being you know born and raised in Detroit, I'm thinking, oh, you know, you went to you know your high school prom, and then maybe a, another high school somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no, what she was saying was is that. At this oh. time, this was probably the mid two thousands when yeah. when this happened. That there were still two separate proms. There was a black prom and oh. a white prom. Wow! Yeah. And what I was kind of wondering is, is that so this was going on back when you and, and Daddy were in high school. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of surprising to you that? Even in mid two thousand, and may, maybe it's still going on now. I don't know yet that they're still having two separate proms. I think in some places it's still. I remember seeing on the news they were still having two proms in some places. It, it's really not a surprise to me. Okay, so it shocked me. So why, why was it not a surprise to you? Because it's hard for some people to accept another race and their children going to a prom with someone of a different color. Okay. It's still hard for some people to accept that. I'm in, it's probably on both sides, white and black. Right. 
but more so on the uh, white side. Okay. Well, in in your time at that that half of year in 1970, did you ever notice any parents that didn't like the fact that the schools were integrated, or did you ever hear of any any anger in the community about about the black students going over to? I, I don't recall any. Do you know how the schools got integrated? You mean the, just not, not just you know equipment high school, but do you know how the whole story behind the integration of high I, I of think schools? That schools were going to lose funding if they didn't do it. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, go ahead, then. Well, for I, I wasn't a part of the integration, but the government really made. When I'm talking about the state of Mississippi, they really made them integrate those schools. Them people had no in, in my memory, memory of, of of growing up down there and the way things were. They had no intention of great, uh, uh, integrating those schools. They wanted those, wanted things to stay exactly <coughs> the way they are, that it was at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't remember a, a private school down there anywhere, not that I was aware of. And I, and, and I was was told that when they had to integrate those schools, that was a white uh, uh, the white lot of white kids. They uh, well, it basically had to be their parents, but wouldn't allow their children to go to school with black kids. So they set up a private school for them. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure is it still in existence. You know, you can it ain't hard to find out. But I wasn't surprised about that. See, that's the way. That was the way. Them people. That's the way they was at the time. They had no intention of. They wanted things to stay the way they was. Well, I, I've done a little bit of research. You know, just kind of getting ready for these interviews I'm doing, and ba- basically, Thurgood Marshall and his team got together, and they were basically they, what they were trying to do is fight segregation and Jim Crow from a legal standpoint. So they were trying to find different, basically they had to come up with different strategies to attack the whole Jim Crow segregation system. Mm-hmm. So they, they did different court cases throughout their whole their whole tenure, you know, basically slowly but surely chiseling away at segregation. But the big one that a lot of people know about is Brown versus the Board of Education. Mm-hmm. And basically that, that court case said that separate but equal was unconstitutional. And Board versus Brown versus the Board of Education happened in the 50s. So I, I want to say 1954. I might be wrong, but I think it's 1954. So that means from 1954 to 1970, it was a 16-year time span from when the court case came down until mm-hmm. Quitman High That's School, good. the Quitman schools were integrated. And so... In between that time, there was a lot of fighting going on from basically different states, different school systems saying that they didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember, and you might not because I don't, I don't know, you guys had TVs then, did you? Or Yeah, we did. Okay. TVs and newspapers. Like, Do you remember hearing any talks about what was going on as far as integrating the schools before it was actually forced? Like, do you remember hearing? Um, I, I 
don't remember. That's why I say it was it was sort of a shock to me because I don't remember anybody just telling us, you know, that this was going to happen. I I really just don't remember it. The yeah. only kind of thing I I remember about that, uh, I don't remember what year it was. It was before the school was integrated. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, my father and myself and one of my brothers, We I don't know where we had been at the time, but we stopped at a little country store and this, uh, uh, white lady, she started talking about that, hmm. and she go through this this uh, speech thing of how say, well, the, the the kids they 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 get along well, and, and you know they want to go to their own school, and the other kids want to go to their own schools. Like I said, them them people knew that was coming. I don't remember hearing that conversation before. I, mean, you I, I heard before. it from from that lady. That, That's what I'm saying. I don't remember you ever telling me that story before. And I remember wow. it well. Well, see, then she wasn't the only one thought like that. Yeah. Like I said, that's the way they want different people want a thing to stay. Quite. You know, I, 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 can I correct you by something? Yeah, go ahead. I think you see in, in the board, uh, Brown, uh, the, uh, Brown versus Board of Education, it's, it came out uh, it was separate. I think I think it was separate, but uh, separate but equal. Separate but equal. But see, down there, that was that no. wasn't true. It, it wasn't true. It, you know, you got two school systems. Now, basically, what you had a white school system and a black school system. Now, who you think got the best of the, had the best of the best? Well, and 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 basically, that was the the legal. Argument that Thurgood Marshall his team used that yeah they're separate but they're not yeah, equal. Well, they wasn't. You know, my little what I knew about it could see that it wasn't equal. It, you know, it was just things that I could see myself knowing that things wasn't equal. And and again, I go back to that's how them people wanted to keep things. They was either. The black school system, the the, the, uh, the the white superintendents and people, the only people was in charge of that school. Mm -hmm. The only somebody that was even close to having to saying anything about them schools there were the, the uh, principal. What the principal? That's how you say. Yeah, they he he was he or she were the only ones between the kids at that school and the and the uh, the people that was in charge of those schools. The people at the top of those school that ran them two school systems was white. Mm -hmm. Really? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so it was so close around what them people were. So there was no black superintendents, no? Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can even remember that in that city, in that little city equipment, I can remember. There wasn't no black person in any kind yeah. of a, a forward position there anywhere. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna have you hold off on that. We'll we'll uh, jump into that a little bit more in a few minutes once I get you on the show. But, um, well, what, what's your your remembrance of basically your whole time growing up in Whitman, from being a little little bit of girl up until uh, you graduated and said peace out. I'm I'm tired of this place. Okay. <laughs> I grew up in, uh, I guess what you call it, country. I didn't grow up in town. Ta uh, town was where the schools were. Right. Quitman, the city. So, 
my experience in just going to town, that was that was a big thing for me to be able to go to town because we didn't have uh, transportation. We had to, you know, depend on other people for transportation. So the times that I did go, it, it was uh, experience that, you know, I, I guess I cherish now. But I do recall, though, um, something that you might be interested in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom uh, worked for uh, a family who were teachers at uh, Zach Huggins High School. Okay. She did what they call uh, domestic work. And uh, as a little girl, one time she took me to work with her. Mm-hmm. I guess I must have been maybe about I would say maybe about eight years old. Okay. And that was a that was something you know I look forward to. My mom's gonna take me to town with her, and uh, to, to to so I was gonna see where she would go. The she didn't go every day, you know, to the you know to work for these people. But the times I was interested in you know where my mom was going, right. so she you know dressed me up. <laughs> In my little nice little outfit or whatever, and I'm going to going to <laughs> had the church clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> you know they didn't they didn't take you out anywhere if you weren't dressed properly. Okay. Okay. So um, the thing is, the couple, this family, they had two little girls. They were uh, maybe how old is Larry? How many? And so that's six year difference. So so about a six year difference in it. And I remember my mom, you know, going in and doing her work and whatever. And and I was uh, out on the carport, you know, where with the uh, the little girl and we. So I think she had some of her toys out there. And we were playing or whatever. And it came a time that, that she wanted to go in the house, and she went in, you know, and I. I think I must have started to go in too, mm-hmm. and I remember her mom calling her. She called her by her name, and I'll say Susie. Susie, you have company out here. Uh, and I, I guess I, I didn't think too much of it at the time, but I was just wondering why she had to tell her that, and she already knew. The little girl already knew I was out there. She just had to go in the house for something, and I must have tried to follow her in. I'm thinking that's what must have happened. Hmm. And her mother calls her daughter and says, you have company out here. So the little girl came back out, and I always wondered why that happened. And now that I, you know, I've had some years to think about it, I think what happened was I wasn't allowed to go in her house. But your mother was. And that's what that's what puzzled me. My mom is in there doing work, you know, for her, but I'm not allowed to go in. I'm quite sure, I think they had like a bathroom, you know, like right out by the carport, so I was probably, you know, allowed to use that bathroom. But it, that always puzzled me, and I just think that had to be what it was. I wasn't a, this little black girl is not allowed to go in there, but my mom is allowed. My mom is there doing work for them. So, hmm. so now that you're older and you 
I, I understand it. Now these were these were these were great people. You know, they I mean they treated my mom well. It's just that that's the way things were. Now were they still? You said they were teachers. They right? were teachers. The both of them both the. I think one was. Uh, I'm not going to call names, but I think one was an administrator, and I know the mother, uh, the, the lady was a teacher. Okay, so both of them were, worked for the school system yes. at that time. Yes, Did you ever have any interactions with them when you were there for that half a year at all? You ever see them there? You ever mm, talk to them there? They no, ever say no, hi? They, pro- they probably didn't even know who I was at that time because oh. I had grown up, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So pretty much, like, like literally, you... The Shirley Owens students for that half a year were just like somewhere else completely different. Just didn't even really interact with the white students yeah, at all. Yeah, that's the way it was. Okay. <laughs> Could you tell me where in the building your classes were? Were they like in the back of the building? Oh, no, they were just, they were... Did you, did you stay yeah, like... Yeah, that's funny. I don't know how they, how they did that, but I just... They were all in the same building together. So you didn't just stay in like one classroom all day, did you? No. They had to do a lot of configuration to get that done, don't you think? So basically, y'all had no interactions with any of the white students for the most part. Some of some of some of my classmates, black classmates, did, but I did I didn't. Not there. Like, did they give you guys like your own hallway or something like that? It was just all for your class. Wow. Cause I mean, you know what I'm thinking. I must have tried to, like, just not even pay attention to it. Yeah, some of that memory. That I, I must have just, you know, tried to block some of that out. Cause like, I mean, cause it seemed like I would remember more about that. Right. Cause I'm sitting there thinking, like, well, it, it had to be some interaction, some, unless they literally just gave you guys your own hallway. No, no, that's that's I don't. That's not what happened. Hmm. Uh-uh. So I definitely did talk to Aunt Jane about to see if she she can remember. Dorothy. Wait, I thought Jane graduated with you. She graduated with me, but Dorothy graduated uh, that summer. So basically, you talked to both. Dorothy, I mean, Jane is the one that did the, you know, the, she probably had some of the same experiences I had. Okay. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I definitely have to talk to Aunt Jane and mm-hmm. Aunt Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and the uh, the graduation uh, exercise that was <laughs> yes, that's I almost forgot about that. That's one of the more important things. So, what was what was the commencement ceremony like for you, mother? Wow, <laughs> I was one of the uh, speakers for our class. Really? Yes. Now, was this for the entire school, or was this just for the the black students? Um. Uh, it was for the entire school, but we had, I think it was two white speakers, two black speakers. Okay. Do you remember who the other black speaker was? Yes. He was a good friend. Don't, Don't want to say his name? No. Okay. <laughs> so, what, what was your, your speech about? Uh, America Today. And my speech writer was... Uh, one of my the teacher that I you know told you about you know that she was a, had great influence on my life and I still love her today. Okay. She she's still alive now. Yes. Oh, she is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you see her when you were down there in September? Yes, I did. That's good. Yeah, it's good. Yes. So, why why were you chosen to 
do the speech. I had done speeches at Shirley Owens before and doing a, what do we call it, assembly, you know, and I, my memory was pretty good at the time. <laughs> I could, you know, memorize, you know, uh, material pretty well. And I, I guess my speaking voice was okay. Okay. Do you remember the speech? I think it was called America Today. No, I mean, like, do you remember the whole speech? No, no, I don't remember it. <laughs> okay. What? Okay, so. But, you know, I was, I was really nervous because they have to think about it. This is the first time uh, I was on that, that big of an audience for one thing and then I'm in front of all of these people and everybody has their eye on me <laughs> so I think I did okay you killed it I, I did okay <laughs> <laughs> had, had a couple stumbles in anywhere I did, okay. I did. But, you got but I got through them and I don't think anyone really knew that I, I did some blunders in there nobody but me and my speech writer. <laughs> so you didn't write the speech yourself. Yeah. So you had a ghostwriter, is what you're telling me. <laughs> well, at that time, I probably wouldn't have known, you know, exactly what I should speak about. You know, thinking about it. You know, I didn't. So many people are probably depending on me, like my classmates and well, the whole community. And I, she probably you do, you know, didn't think I was capable of just, you know, just doing it all by myself. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask the question anyway. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Okay. But do you feel like maybe some of the white administrators might have been afraid of what you, yeah, what your speech would have been yeah. if, if you had wrote it yourself? They probably would have. It, you know, and then I don't think I would have done any, said anything. Because you have to think about it. We still had to live there, and other students were coming behind me. And right. so I, you know, I I, I I probably wouldn't have said anything that I was really wanted to say. Was there anything you did want to say? Why did you do this to me? <laughs> no, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, do you kind of feel like because of the integration, your like high school experience got ruined a little bit. I wouldn't say so because I still my, my fondest memories are still back at Shirley Owens. Okay. In that, uh, what was six six weeks? That's probably what a semester was. Six weeks. Just six weeks. How much is it? How long is a semester? It's like three, four, month, or five months. months? I wouldn't let that ruin my schooling, high school, and all of that. No. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about the Main Streets Equipment High School? Like, how'd you meet this gentleman right here? How'd that happen? I don't think we want to go into that, do we? No, I don't remember myself too much. <laughs> Your dad had. Um, 
a cousin that were one of my classmates. That, I think that's how I got to know him. So he was And I learned that, you know, he was interested in me. Really? Yes. I always thought it was like, you know, he was like the captain of the football team and you know, he had his shirt off or something like from practice and he was, you know, <laughs> at the practice, you know, he went over to the water hose to get a nice drink and you just saw the water all over him. It's like, ooh, look at that. That's a nice piece of African American man candy. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I think your dad was kinda on the shy type. Yeah. Yeah, he was kinda shy. Was he cute? I think so. I think he's still cute. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this this uh, like I said, this is going to be a part of a series of episodes. I'm going to be interviewing a lot more people about this. But is there, is there any final words that you want to say to people that might be, might be listening to this about what's what, what happened? then and what's going on now any message for the people that you want to put out there for the people in final words I, I was just thinking that I, I think I did block out a lot of that uh, but for I would hope somebody else would be able to give you more detail of information as to what really went on. Um, right now, I can't, I can't think of anything. I just, you know, still have those fun memories of Shirley Owens, and when I went back this summer, it was, especially last year, because it was our 45th uh, reunion, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen classmates that you know I since graduation and it was a lot of tears and hugs and and to know that you know those that are still alive are doing well a lot of them went on to uh, graduate college and master's degrees and all of that and I'm just so so proud of them and the accomplishments that, that they have made and and I, for the younger people, you know, I would say, um, don't let uh, circumstances, you know, I, I think what I what happened with me, I guess I was so um, put off by, you know, the uh, integration that I didn't go on to further my education like I thought I would. I, and when I went to Alcorn, as I said, I went only one year there. And that was sort of a shock to me too, plus having to, uh, to leave my high school. And I think that sort of messed me up when I'm, you know, because I had plans to do much more Mm -hmm. as with the education. But, uh, I still, I'm grateful, you know, where I am now because I have, I have you and your other siblings and I have your, your dad and I think we have done well, but, but that, that was something that I, I do believe that sort of 
I don't know what what the term I want to use for that. Kind because you know when you going when you going through high school, like you know you you sort of think, oh, what am I? Uh, what do you want to do? You know, with your life, you know. Mm. And I I think that is something that you know hindered me from completing you know what I wanted to do at the time. So basically, don't let don't let roadblocks block you from what you really want to do is kind of what you're saying yeah they're they're, i mean there are always people out there to help you and i and i think if you're having some problems you know with you know there are always counselors you know your school counselors or your high school college you know and i didn't reach out to them i think if i had you know things would have been different Okay. Well, I, I said that was going to be the final thing, but yeah. one question that, one more question I want to ask you now, let you get out of the hot seat. Um, right now, well, I'm not, when I'm recording this, is before the election. And oh. there's, I'm not going to talk about, you know, Trump or Hillary or anything, stuff okay. like that. Just something, Good. just a question that kind of popped into my mind. And, um, I talked about it on a previous episode of the show. The basically black people got the right to vote in 1968, mm-hmm. right? And you graduated in 1970. Mm-hmm. So for me, growing up, when I was 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I can't wait till I turn 18 because I'll be old enough to, you know, drive and mm-hmm. buy cigarettes and vote, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that wasn't the same for you. Like, you didn't think, I can't wait till I'm able to vote. You were more thinking, I hope one day I'll have the right to vote. When you were, you know, younger. I don't think I thought about that that much. You didn't? Hmm. Like so, they never brought that up in at Shirley Owens about. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't. You weren't. You weren't in the social studies. I was in the classes. But that that wasn't my favorite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that shit did. You know, didn't deter other people from you know, and, and now you're dead to talk about politics and whatever. And it's just something I'm just not that interested in. So that's where I get it from. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, I'm go ahead and let you out of the hot seat. See, you're sweating a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I, I didn't. Okay, put your dead on the hot seat. I, I didn't grill you too much, did I? No, you didn't. No, it, 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 it wasn't too bad, was it? No, it, it wasn't. Thank you for asking me. So that means you'll be back, right? Yeah. I'll, I'll consider it. This is, I have to do more uh, research and, I mean, and no, 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 no. go through some, me- uh, I mean, so I refresh my memory on a lot of things. Okay. Well, 
this is probably going to be the first of that series of episodes. So, if you want, we can come back and okay. talk more about it. Like have like a recap show. Okay, that'd be good. Okay, good. So, uh, why don't you go ahead and throw your twitters and your facebooks and in your your Instagrams, your all your social medias out there for the people. I give everybody opportunity to. No. <laughs> Anything you're selling? You selling any Mary Kay products? You're... No, I don't do that. No? No. Nothing? Nothing you want to promote? No. Not even the church? You don't want to promote the church? Tell people to come to the Palestine Missionary Baptist Church? Well, who, who's the pastor over there? Pastor Ronald C. Birch. You're looking for a, tr- you're looking for a church home? Loving church family. Okay. Well, thank you very much. I, I really do appreciate you doing it. I know it was it's like pulling teeth to <laughs> get you to do it. You were a little reluctant. Yes. But you're welcome, Daddy. I you know. I felt it was only right that I get the civil rights legend on the sh- on the show. No. You okay. All right. And I I'll, I'll close it like this. <laughs> you might not think it's as big of a thing as you think it is, but it, it really is. Like I, I remember when you told me that I was yeah. younger, and I during that time we were in. I wonder if I was in middle school when you told me, and mm-hmm. we had just got finished reading the book "Warriors Don't Cry," which was about uh, the Little Rock Seven girl mm-hmm. uh, people that young folks that integrated the schools in Little Rock, Arkansas. And mm-hmm. you know we're reading this and finding out all the different stories, and I'm like. And then you told me, like, you were a part of the first integrated graduating class. And I'm like, oh. like, this whole time, my and mother. And you didn't know. Right. And so then, for me, that, that made me have all these other questions. Like, well, did you go through any of the things that was in this, this book yeah. or other things that happened to other people? So, if anything, just remember this. Like, whenever people talk about Quitman High School, you are yeah. part of Quitman High School and the city of Quitman's history. Yes, and I was telling your cousin uh, Michael about it, and he he seemed very interested in it too. I I, I just didn't didn't consider it any big thing. And and that's part of the reason why I'm I'm doing this series of shows because I don't I, I asked um, Rakita and Alyssa, mm-hmm. your younger nieces, and mm-hmm. they didn't know. And yeah. if the people that went through this don't tell the story, mm-hmm. no one would ever know. Yeah, so, yeah. I, yeah, I, I see you. I see your point. I see your point. And then, like I said, then you know, doing a little bit more talking about it, a little bit more research, the story is a lot, lot bigger. And mm-hmm. It's a lot more to it than I than mm-hmm. I, I even knew about. So that's that's why I decided to talk to you and Daddy, and then go down to Mississippi and talk to more people about it because apparently nobody knows the story, and if nobody knows it, mm. it, it gets lost. So, wow. So pat yourself on the back. Give yourself a little pat on the back for being a part of a history. Right. And I might be able to get you, you know, some uh, other people that you might be interested in interviewing. Maybe, you know, somebody I can think about. It can tell you more details about like Maybe it. some of your uh, your sister, your brothers and sisters? Even this teacher that I'm telling you about, I'm quite sure she would be really interested in talking to you about it. Okay. Set it up. I'll be down there for a whole weekend. Okay. Eating some good food. Thanks. She, uh, she would love it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll close that right there. Once again, thank you very much for, for doing this for me. I appreciate it. And we'll be right back after this. 
I want to thank my mother, Miss Nyla McKenzie, for joining me on this show. But thank her for sharing her story. You know, like I, like I told her, you know, she might not think um, her high school experience was as impactful or it meant as much as, as other people do. But, you know, the fact that she went through that and she was a part of that first integrated class equipment in Mississippi, I, I feel like it means something. And like I said, we don't really know... We don't really talk about all these different stories of, you know, people who had to go through these things. You know, we hear the story about Thurgood Marshall and um, him in Brown versus the Board of Education and fighting to get the integration. But we really don't ever really get the stories of the people that actually went through it. So I thank my mother for joining me on this week's episode to talk about it. And we have more stories to come. Um, basically this episode is setting the table for uh, many more stories after this you're going to hear from like I said uh, different people in my family people that that grew up in uh, equipment I I have some other interviews uh, lined up so like I said I'm going to drop one of these episodes once a month you know to kind of give you idea of everything that went on down there and get to hear the stories of these people who actually went through you know the integration itself so once again, thanks, Mom, for <laughs> for putting up with me on this episode. And I, I challenge everybody out there that's listening to talk to your parents, talk to your grandparents, talk to your aunts and uncles, and you know, find out you know some of the things that they went through in their life because you, you never really know how how much they they've really gone through. You you never really know what kind of an impact they may have made in this world and unless you you actually sit down and talk to them so i challenge you all to go out there and you know ask somebody ask some questions man. get to know what these people did and what they were like before you came around let's try that out all right well let's go ahead and get up out of here before we do that like i said make sure you check out the show on itunes stitcher google play soundcloud Make sure you rate, subscribe, give a review, uh, share it, like it, uh, leave your comments. What did you think about you know the conversation that me and my mother had? You know your your thoughts and your questions, any questions you might have. If you want to ask me questions or send me comments directly, you can do so on Twitter. My Twitter is Devin the six three. That's D E V I N T H E six three. You can hit me up on Instagram. That is all stake no sizzle, all one word. You can do so on the Facebook page. Just type in all stake no sizzle in your search bar, and it'll pop right up. Or you can shoot me an email. You can do so at asnspodcast at gmail.com. Make sure you tune in next week as I welcome Angie to the show. We sit around and we talk about you know different issues that women are, are dealing with right now in the country. So that, that's a very powerful, impactful episode. I guess you could say that's a humble brag, but <laughs> uh, make sure you all check that one out and all future episodes to come. That being said, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate all of you for checking me out, and I'll talk to you later. Peace.